It looks like I'm following up on the last two questions. And it's really a question about ruthlessness and perhaps the necessity from time to time. I know you don't want to steamroll people, but if you take, for example, your wind project, the Orsted mm -hmm. Deepwater Wind Project off East Hampton, mm -hmm. uh, which the Times uh, had the uh, wisdom yep. of actually highlighting this weekend. I read it. The problem in East Hampton is not that people don't believe in climate change and don't believe in renewable energy. I believe the goal in East Hampton is 100% renewable energy by day after yes. tomorrow. They do not <laughs> want that cable. And if you wanted that cable, I think you could have run it through Hither Hills. So the, the, not asking you to answer that question, mm -hmm. but I think if this is going to move forward, there's going to have to be a little more ruthlessness on the part of the state because the credibility of your new wind product uh, projects is being undermined by this. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of things on the books, but you can't get it done. This is a dispute over bringing the interconnection from an offshore wind project, uh -huh. you know, on onshore uh, in the in the Hamptons, out out on the South Fork. So, and there's there are competing interests, you know. I think so. The question for us is like, that can't happen. We have this; these projects have to go forward. You know, when it gets really local, there's a lot. Everyone's interested. <laughs> so, you know, I think Marcy was saying, yeah, you don't want to steamroll people, but the, you, these projects have, we have to figure out how to get these projects forward. And, and I would say, yes, we need to be proactively engaged with all the parties to find the path forward. It doesn't have to be um, a steamroll. It just has to be effective. Uh, but it does give people a window about, you know, uh, we don't have jurisdiction over everything. Um, so is the best choice always going to be available to us? How do you manage, um, you know, people who are so concerned that they are out on, whether they're out on the street in numbers because there are 800 of them or they're out on the street because they have a lot of money and they can be loud even if they're a small number. It all has to be managed by us and so we need to figure out how to do that and um, keep these projects moving forward. And uh, I do think that we, we do, there's still so much room. I mean, that is the thorny one. But, you know, for the ones that we were talking about before, some of the onshore wind and solar projects to have, um, to do more and better that's still within the realm of just being more nuanced and not having an either or absolutely nothing or anything we want. Um, you can get the critical mass of people, just n not necessarily the people who are out on the street yelling right now because they're so concerned about what's happening in their community, which is, you know, which we want people to be concerned about what's happening in their community and we want to engage with them. Well, that's a very good segue to two things. One is that we always promise to have people on their way by two. I understand we could take questions and keep you guys here and other people here probably for another couple of hours, but we can't do that. Um, but it is a good segue because our next event, December 2nd, is on offshore wind. And we have some great panelists lined up and a very good introductory speaker. Bob Cattell will be co-hosting it, and uh, we hope to see all of you there. Um, thank you again for coming. A big hand for our guests here. Thank you. That was fun. And um, wish all of you a good week navigating the city, and thank you again for joining us. <laughs>